You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Hi there, and welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I've got a really good episode for those of you who struggle with sales calls, which I usually refer to as client consultations. One thing that I want you to keep in mind before you tune into this episode is that there are many different ways to approach presenting and selling your packages. Carissa has been working as a wedding photographer in Los Angeles for over a decade. She has a ton of experience and has a coaching program on this very topic. So if you want to dive deeper on this topic, make sure you check out her education page. Now it is time to listen in on our conversation. Carissa, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you. And I would just love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners, letting them know a little bit about yourself, the type of weddings you do, and the type of clients that you serve. Hi, everyone. I'm Carissa Wu, and I'm actually from Los Angeles. So it's 1130 a.m. my time and 830 p.m., your time. So exactly. we're across the world. It's so cool that we get to connect. Um, I've been a wedding photographer for 12 years and now I'm a coach for wedding photographers and the couples I serve, very colorful, vibrant weddings, lots and lots and lots of fun. Yeah, I love your work. And it's refreshing to see again, you know, um, I think I'm in the more darker moodier world in the wedding industry, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And then again, to, to see that there are those bright, vibrant, lighter colors, what's refreshing for me personally. So I love that you're, you know, sticking to your style and serving couples that love that kind of photography. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I kind of like neutrals now after so much color after all these years, but I just kind of remind myself like my brand is extremely colorful. And yeah, I try to like look the part and not wear like black to weddings and like, you know, wear a little poppy earrings and just always be on brand. (laughs) Yeah, I totally get it. And I'm sure like, I've seen that you have associate photographers that work under your brand, and all of you are serving the same type of clientele and need to represent it all around the same, right? Yes, yes. And I always coach that to like my students just be like known for a type of wedding photographer, like you're known for like the winery, uh, you're the winery photographer, or you're like the hipster photographer, or you're the boho or the chasing sunset to so just be really known for one thing. And I think it really helps to niche down. Yeah, totally. Especially like if you're in a market, like in California, Los Angeles, there needs to certainly be a way to differentiate yourself from all the other photographers, right? Like how do you go about it to stand out and, you know, get your, your dream clients pretty much to find you? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think in the beginning, you just kind of have to shoot a lot and maybe second shoot for different photographers and just see like what resonates with you the most, like what lights you up. Um, I felt like I didn't really second shoot too much when I started, but I naturally was drawn to like the colorful weddings. I just went crazy for those like colorful backdrops and those colorful walls with the patterns and you know, like a bride that's a little bit less traditional and likes all the fun props and kind of cutesy girly stuff. Um, But I guess to answer your question, how to stand out um, from the rest is, yeah, just be different. Like just kind of have your Instagram, like stop the scroll. You don't have to look like everyone else. Uh, Maybe stop looking so much at Instagram and Pinterest and kind of come up with your own creative ideas. Um, I would always come up with unique ideas like, hey, like, let's go shoot at a candy shop or like, oh, that's let's go pretty. shoot at a uh, Yeah, just like something different. Like, let's go to like a boba shop. Let's go to a cafe and just something like photos that don't look like everyone else's. Oh, totally. And in LA, you have those things, right? Like with those maybe even vintage, colorful shops or like diners even. I don't know. Um, yeah. There's so much yeah on offer that's amazing and that is what happens on Instagram hey uh people look at others creative work and of course it's nice they want to recreate it but we all kind of end up blending together we keep doing that and yeah just keeping to your own lane 
it's the only way like or looking inwards and just really going from your personality how you are is gonna help you stand out the most yeah and just like you like your your own personal brand like you you know you talk on your instagram and you have your voice and your audiograms and you show your photos and you do your photo dumps and you get oh, yeah i just did that like <laughs> yeah i like it i kind of like you you have to kind of look at your instagram and it has to kind of show who you are like right away. And I think you do a good job of doing that. So that's so kind. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I checked out the episode you're on Nathan's podcast, the Boca podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like just in the beginning, um, it really stood out to me when you're talking about rom-coms and I was like, yeah, I love rom-coms and just how, you know, you're a sucker for those lovey-dovey stories and you're able to connect with your clients based on you know their love story um I would just love for you to talk a little bit about that part of it how you know it's a specific specific type of client who's more lovey-dovey and into that kind of you know story right um if you can just speak to that a little bit yeah I mean I think I've always loved like romantic comedies rom-coms um I grew up you know I had a lot of boyfriends I was always like boy crazy oh yeah you know middle school you're like going to the mall trying to like chase guys or like yeah. oh. so I think I've always been like into love um and I didn't really know about you know wedding photography I was an economics major so super different but when I found out about wedding photography I was just like oh my god like this is so me like I'm in it for the love and you know I thought everyone was like that but I would talk to some second shooters and they actually would say like I don't even like weddings you know like Mm -hmm. because you're there for a long time and like we were very invested in the love story so I think really good wedding photographers they're really like invested in the romance because they're just like oh my god like I feel like I feel like I'm like in you know part of the special day with them and you get to photograph like I mean, pretty much like the highest point of their lives. Like they're in cloud nine, like all their family and friends are so happy for them. They're always like dressed up, looking their best. And I don't know, I feel like my whole life is like one big, like rom-com wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. But um, I have to say like, it's definitely not all weddings that are like that, right? Um, or maybe you have yeah. just attracted those weddings which is oh. great and your brand attracts it oh. um, yeah <laughs> revealing it all um which is not a bad thing but um from I don't know for me I've shot uh, I would say over 100 weddings I I lost count but uh-huh. they weren't necessarily all so lovey-dovey um there are different reasons yeah. people do weddings and stuff but um I don't know when you were talking about that that totally kind of sparked my kind of giddy self inside where I'm like yes you know where have all the rom-coms gone even though I did find a few on Netflix lately and I'm like in this whole phase of just watching random ones and um yeah I don't know I'm a sucker for those you know I get it like I I agree like you know some people are a little awkward and it's not going to be like wow you know their chemistry like some of them are like you know like they haven't kissed until up into their wedding. So it's a little awkward, but you have to kind of learn how to read the room and how yes. to feel comfortable um, because obviously they want good photos, but they don't know how to act or like, you know, they're not touchy feely. Yeah. So you have to kind of start them off slow by just like walking to you, you know, <laughs> like kind of warm yeah. them up. You can't just be like, not everyone's super passionate and like doing dibs and, you know, frolicking around. So everyone's so different. Totally. And like, also depending what kind of weddings you photograph sometimes, like when you have like from people from a bit more like conservative cultures or something, mm-hmm. like they're totally. not ready to kiss in front of their family. Got to respect that. And um, yes. yeah, they usually happy when I kind of like whisk them away on, on the shoot and they're like, oh, finally, you know, <laughs> we can have yeah. some privacy and enjoy this kind of closer moment, you know, which is always Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Some, some people are just, they don't want to even be affectionate in front of their family. So you have to be respectful to whatever they want so I'm, I'm totally agree with you all right before we move away from this I just had this random question come to my mind sure. from any rom-com you've watched right which couple would you have loved to be their wedding photographer 
Oh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. What movies? Maybe like she's all that with like Freddie Prince Jr. Oh my god. They did like that. You know, the You're DJ, taking like, me back. You know, like, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love him. And he's like, I don't know, he's still with like Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, they're cute. Um, but that movie was, I know, I think I was probably high school or college yeah high school when I watched that and it was just like wow this is so amazing like you know life-changing and you know when they go to um oh it wasn't a wedding but it was prom yeah <laughs> yeah when she comes yeah. out in the dress that oh, wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that yeah <laughs> okay all the throwbacks it's all good I just was happy to find someone who has like a passion for like rom-coms um especially when the world is so serious I feel like you know it gives me this kind of place where things seem easy right oh I know like it always has a happy ending yeah pretty much but talking about like things being kind of tough right now um what I see from wedding photographers all over it seems is that they're struggling even more this year than I feel like they were last year like Mm -hmm. you know it really seems like they have bookings that they took on and now all of a sudden, you know, like the economy got worse, even in the US and stuff, inflation, all these things, or they didn't book enough for this year, you know, mm-hmm. um, the inquiries have gone down or they're getting ghosted because people want to pay less. Like mm-hmm. there are people struggling. And I was wondering, like, do you have any advice of how photographers to actually, number one, get more leads in? And number mm-hmm. two, like once they're in, like how can they secure them? Because at this point, like booking at higher rates seems to be tough for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. if you have any um, thoughts on that. Yeah, um, I think it's important to obviously be present on social media, like be consistent about it. Mm-hmm. Um, show your personal brand, like, you know, reels get a lot of traction. So I post a reel every Monday and I just say like keeping it real Mondays. And it's kind of like a cute little reel about some of my past clients. Um, you, if you don't have like that many shoots, you could post something about like you or even a shoot you did like three years ago, you know, keep, you could repurpose it. Um, but just show up and kind of know that, Hey guys, I'm in demand, you know, like people want me, right. um, you can set up styled shoots, um, be creative if you aren't getting the leads and, you know, network with those vendors. You can network with venues. Um, if you're, you know, not doing anything, maybe pick up the phone and call a venue and say, can I bring you some treats? Um, there's lots of stuff you could do. You could take a vendor friend to coffee or have lunch or right. if you're not meeting up, like do a little Zoom date and get to know each other. Um, lots of things you could do. And as far as like the technical side to get leads, you could make like a lead magnet. You could do like, um, you know, your top favorite five locations you love to shoot in your area. Um, and it can be set up through like Flowdesk and have a little email sequence and kind of hype it up through like Facebook groups or Instagram or Facebook or paid ads. Um, so lots of things you could do to get leads, but you pretty much have to make it known to the world. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm a wedding photographer. If it's talking to people, if it's talking to wedding planners, if it's talking to your friends, if it's talking to different people like that you think are going to get engaged, if it's starting the conversation on IG, there's always something you could do to get leads and not just be like, well, no one's calling me, you know? Yeah, I hear you, you know, um, loud and clear because what I'm hearing is be proactive because I can imagine, I might be wrong, but maybe people are relying too much on what worked before. Mm. where you know it was kind of flowing in at least good enough and right now it's kind of like what happened like it's just crickets Mm. but when that happens right um it's just about being super intentional also like Mm -hmm. in terms of those vendor relations are so huge and I feel like they're underutilized a lot Mm -hmm. or even um networking with other photographers who shoot similarly are in the similar market like instead of like really competing against them but you know really sending referrals back and forth right yeah I mean I think if you do make like friends with other photographers it definitely is better because you know you can't shoot every wedding so you could refer your friend and then obviously they're gonna like hit you back with something cool too 
Yeah, totally. Um, we do that a lot. Um, luckily, I don't know, for us in this market, I don't hear of the struggles as much. But um, yeah, I've been back just in Facebook groups lately. Um, haven't done that in a while, but just to see what's going on to interact. And I, I've just been seeing this struggle a lot. And it just made me think, hey, what can people do? And um, especially when it comes to getting ghosted. And I think that's where a lot of your expertise comes in, right? In terms of, yeah, yeah mastering that sales call. I mean, people go about booking clients and selling their packages differently. Uh -huh. um, I know that you, you know, you're more talking to them on the sales call and introducing your packages. Um, I do it differently where my clients kind of know ahead of time what my packages look like and my my consultation call is saying more is just chatting about if if we're a good fit pretty much uh -huh, so uh -huh. that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast because it's a different approach that you have and it works well as well you know there's no one way to do things is what I always say so yeah 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 if you can share your um your method to go about yeah. it yeah, I mean, I'm not a sales expert or anything or, you know, sales psychology expert or, you know, people hate the word sales, but I just, I've talked to so many brides over the past 12 years. So you kind of know what they want and you know how to like dig deep and you're not, after a while, you just, you're not scared of the conversation anymore. So that's where I come in place. So I help people that are not so experienced and not so confident just kind of come out of their shell. And I guess the first thing is, I would kind of recommend that first of all, you have to like understand why you stand out. Like we talked about in the beginning, Yeah. like what's so special about like you, like before I would say like I danced my whole life. So I was good at posing and I was always good at posing. I really was. And I think it was because I love, you know, the romance so much. So I'm just like almost like giddy when I'm with around like the couple and, you know, I'm directing them and trying to get the good shots, the good angles, like them laughing the genuine smiles. So I could talk about that. And some people are different. Some people say, oh, I'm like a fly in the wall. Like I'm, you know, if you're super like shy, then you won't even see me around. Like that's definitely not me, but you know, you have to kind of communicate what makes you different. Right. Um, some people, like one of my students, she loves like sunsets and she loves like beautiful skies. And a lot of photographers, when they edit, like the sky gets kind of white and washed out. So one of her selling points is like, when you, when we see a beautiful sky, it's going to look like the most vibrant sky ever. So that's one of her selling points and just really being able to like communicate, like why you're different and like your approach um, and just talking about it. And if you have to talk about it to your friends or, you know, if you have to practice to your hubby, like just talk about what makes you stand out. And yeah, I love getting on the phone with my potential clients and just you know, really, really telling them like who you are and also getting to know them. Yeah. So like, are you literally doing phone calls or are you doing Zoom? Because for me, like there is such a big difference, like getting on the phone and I don't see the person because a lot of it for me is literally looking at you and your body language and just, you know, feeding off that vibe. So are you just like getting pretty much just on the phone or are you like doing Zoom and FaceTime like looking at so them? So I like to... um after I get the inquiry on my inquiry box, I have a little like box that says your phone number. So it's required. So I actually get their phone number and then I text them right away. And then I get them on like a less than 10 minute call just to chat with you. Usually it's like the bride. Sometimes it's a groom. And then I just kind of like to pick their brain a little bit, hype it up, like be super excited for them and make it known like you're here for them. Um, I thought about this recently and I was thinking like, why do I buy from people? And for me, I buy from people if I want to know that they're there for me. Like if I have a question, I could hit them up and they'll like respond, you know, yeah. that day or right away, or that they're kind of like just there, they're in it to win it. Like they're in the wedding industry because they want to do a good job. Like I want to know like someone is, you know, not going to go on vacation for three weeks and I won't hear from them and get my photos, you know, yeah, like, and just disappear know, like yeah, we have a relationship. So for me, I'm like, Hey, like I'm here, let's talk about you. I'm so excited for you. Get to know you a little bit. And it's just on the phone. And then, um, I actually asked them like, how much does your significant other like want to be involved in the booking process? 
because mm-hmm. it is like a big decision, you know, like makes sense. if you're paying like, you know, five, six K. Um, so some of them say like, oh yeah, sure. Like they want to get on a Zoom call with you or some people were like, oh, they're so busy. They're in like school right now or they work like this many hours and they like, this is my job, my duty. So if they do want to get on a Zoom call with me, then we hop on a Zoom call for like 30 minutes, but it's pretty like powerful, kind of like this podcast, like you're leading me with questions, you know, I lead them. Right. And we don't like go off into like the clouds asking them like random questions. It's very like photography related. Um, And yeah, I don't overwhelm them with any like crazy details. It's just more like very basic stuff. Like, are you doing a first look? How many guests, you know, Mm -hmm. what's your vibe, you know? stuff like that. Nothing like, um, tell me about your childhood, you know? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I don't do that either. So I'm totally yeah. following you. Like, I like to keep things casual, but at the same time to the point, cause like everyone got life to do things to do. Right. And yes. we're here to like serve them and just, yeah, I like to keep things to the point as well. Yeah, because I've done it the other way where I was just like a little bit laid back and kind of chill. And then the conversation actually dragged on too long. And the couple, it just didn't seem like they were really convinced. It was kind of like, okay, like what else, you know? So I've done it that way too. And I was like, okay, that was more of a waste of time, even though I talked longer to them. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like very like, okay, I have this this mark to hit. Um, I need to do an album viewing, show them my favorite album, walk them through the day, tell them my deliverables, my pricing, how I want to get paid, yada, yada, a little bonus. And then you kind of know, like, if they want to book you right away, because sure. you feel that like, vibe right away. Yeah. And if they do feel kind of off, like they are a little standoffish and you kind of want to get in their head, like, so like, you know, like, tell me what's on your mind. I want to like, I want to know, and it could be anything like, oh, you know, we're talking to other photographers or, you know, our parents, we don't know how much money they're going to give us. We don't know our budget yet. So you kind of want to know like what's very important to them. Like are albums important to them? Are the, is the engagement session important to them? Like, is there a special spot? And so maybe you could throw on something that's kind of like push them over, like, Oh, I yeah, know you to seal the deal. If you're like, yeah, that was just exactly. that little bit to just that get them over. Is. Yeah, totally. But the the most important thing I always say is like, you're just really trying to make sure that they can trust you, right? Yeah, it's yes. such a big day. It's so much money. It's so special to them that I think the whole point of it is to be like, okay, can I trust this person to, yeah. you know, uh. To deliver on what they're actually even promising because yeah yeah that's yeah, what it's about I'm totally with you on that and I'm kind of like I try to be funny sometimes I'm like mm-hmm. the only boundary I have is I don't shoot over eight hours but I'm like you could text me at one in the morning I'm like I'm not going to text you back till in the morning but you, you could like if you're feeling like you want to talk to me about outfits and you want to go over it like just text me like I'll respond you know right away like we're, we're in a relationship, like, um, on the wedding day, like, I'm going to be asking you questions. Like, do you want water? Do you feel like going 10 more minutes of photos or do you want to rest? Do you want to go get a drink? Like, this is also like their day. And for us to all be successful as vendors, like we have to all communicate. And that's pretty much just life, you know, partners, kids, it just like, we have to talk to each other because what if they wanted a photo like by the bar and I didn't even know that it was like special to them or what if there was like this, like, you know, godparent that I didn't know about and we didn't get a photo with them. Like we have to communicate and they have to be able to like, know, Hey, they could tell me anything and tell me what's on their mind. Oh yeah. That's so true. Like they need to feel comfortable. Cause like we sometimes as photographers might forget that they're also a bit nervous and they also might be even a little intimidated by the whole thing. And just by reassuring them, I think we're, we're doing them such a big service. Um, same thing when you said about like what photos might be important to them. You know, I, I love to explain like how I work, but I always say, hey, if there's something that you really want to have, I'm here for you and I'm going to do it, you know? And yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the most basic things. And um, sometimes I feel like photographers some, overthink it too much, mm. you know? 
-hmm. and it's just about like having human connection and just yeah seeing if it fits and I think that is like the key most of the time yeah and hey if you're you know bad at it I'm gonna say everyone's bad at it first everyone's bad at the sales call I've been in sales calls when I was younger and I've left in tears because I felt so defeated because I was super awkward you know like they left and it was just so you just get that like weird feeling Mm. and then doing it again just like an IG live or like a podcast it's just so awkward you're like totally like black out because you're so nervous but you keep doing it you talk to them more and you just realize like hey I'm literally just having a conversation trying to like pick their head and get to know them give them some answers and you know just you get better over time and you do it maybe five times and then you'll feel like completely different like dude I got this yeah and most of what you're saying kind of is the same if at least that's what kind of happens to me and um yeah for me way in the beginning like you know German is like my third language so like I was like a beginner and like most of my clients speak German or Swiss German which is a different dialect Uh I was so intimidated like you cannot imagine because I'm only thinking about like what kind of grammatical mistakes am I making Mm. like am I saying the right thing am I saying it the right way you Uh know and it was just such a hurdle and (laughs) doing it over and over again um and now now I just I'm so relaxed the way I talk even though like I I still make mistakes that they don't even care really you know so it's just kind of like how you present yourself mostly like that's the most important thing you know yeah I was just I just started taking a dance lesson I haven't danced since college and the lady the instructor she started her little conversation like hey, like I'm a human, like you're human. I'm going to make some mistakes. Like I haven't done lyrical for this many years. So bear with me. And I was like, I kind of say the same thing. Like I love getting on the phone with my clients or, or a Zoom call because, you know, I, I want to know like all about the wedding. I want to get to know them because it's weird if you go, just go to the engagement session, you don't know anything about them. Like yeah. I have to focus on getting the good photos, like not just chit chat, you know? So I like to understand like, you know, even their budget or what I'm dealing with. I'm a human, they're a human, you know, am I going to be there for them? Are they going to send me their questionnaire in time? You know, like this is a relationship. So am I going to be ghosted or um, vice versa? So it's very important that you kind of have that conversation in my opinion. Yeah, totally. And um, I would love to get to a bit more like tangible stuff in terms of, yeah, photographers, yes, struggle with what we call sales. Everyone gets uncomfortable. Well, not everyone, but most. (laughs) And um, pretty much selling, especially their higher price packages and going about that. Like what advice do you have to photographers who are, you know, trying to even upsell albums and all those things? Yeah, I think it's good to have like three packages and have the the middle package like the most desirable for them and just say like it's the most popular, you know, 90% of my couples get this package. It comes with a beautiful album that you're not going to make yourself. Trust me, you know, the stunning flesh mount pages. I know the wedding, your wedding, um, like the back of my hand, like, you know, it's just this heirloom that you have for the rest of your life. Like literally like my wedding, wedding album is very important to me. And I could look back on the album when I'm, you know, super wrinkly and old with a cane and I'm going to be like giddy about it. Like, yeah, like that was us, right? (laughs) So I just, um, yeah, I just feel like it's just so special. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. Like, so in terms of your pricing, I know like you don't have it on the website as far as I understand. Are you sending them like your pricing or are you just explaining to them the first time on the sales call and they kind of say okay this is the package that works for us I actually after that 10 minute introductory call um I actually asked them their budget and I say hey like do you mind if I ask you your budget because I'm more expensive than my associate photographers for you know for obvious reasons right and a lot of people it's interesting but they don't have a budget 
Mm, they're just open like they, they don't even know what to compare it to sometimes because yeah, it's their first so, time mostly yeah everyone wants the best bang for the buck obviously uh, they're gonna do some comparables ask around but I feel like the in-demand photographers um in LA they could charge you know around like four to almost seven depending on what you get um some photographers like the more expensive ones they're like 10k but they do like less weddings right. um but then the ones that are like lower like more budget then I feel like you shouldn't want to be in that level you should strive for at least like 4k plus um but again go you know going back to what makes you stand out like you have to know like who you are as a photographer your copy has to be very like enticing of who you're speaking to your bride your photos have to be dope and very consistent and different and then you could kind of sell them because they already inquired about you so they already like you so now it's just kind of like why choose you you know and it could be they choose you because you're truly trying to get to know them not yeah. just because you're, yeah Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned the copy on your website, because that's where you're ready from the get go, enticing the right fit clients, right, to come to you through the door. And once they actually inquire with you after reading your copy, going through your website, seeing your portfolio, then it's, it's kind of showing them who you are and that you are this person, part of this brand that you are claiming on the website, right? They need that human connection and they say yes actually when this person says okay she loves romantic weddings da, da, and then they actually meet you and they see you light up when it comes to romance and love stories it's a lie yeah, yeah. Right? and you could like you could brag about yourself a little bit but not too much because you don't even have to if they're already coming to you like mm -hmm. you don't have to like read a review or say oh how awesome you are but you can say like <laughs> compliments you got because one time I got a really nice compliment from a mom and she just pulled me aside and she's like I know what you're doing and she's like you're like directing the whole day like literally like a movie director and like you're telling them like to put their chin out you know their angles you know work their arms like talk to each other flip their hair bounce around like don't be the one with the dead face you know don't be the one that's always blinking like ham it up and she's like, I really like that about you. So it's kind of like a cute compliment that I like to say in my meetings. Um, or you could say some fun things like, oh, I love dancing shots. Like people go crazy, like when they're dancing, like literally people will take a shot of tequila and they think they're like, you know, like the best dancer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny to see that shift. And it's like, you love capturing that. It's freaking hilarious. And just, yeah, whatever makes you light up. Like one time, all the light, the electricity went off and, you know, I saved the day because my team had external uh, lighting. So I know how to light up any situation. You can say just little things that kind of throw them over and be like, dude, she, she's legit. Like she, yeah. she knows what she's doing. Like we don't have to, like, she doesn't have to say, you know, we don't have to read every review. She just, she's got us. And, you know, I, you truly try to understand your couples and like their love story and their likes, dislikes, you know, um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a really fun conversation. I feel like people should do it more. You got to practice. Totally. Um, and I think it might come easier to some of us than to others. Cause I know there's some people really, it's a struggle for them, right. To, to like meet new people and open up right away. Cause that is part of also generally like that icebreaker, you have to go quite fast to make a connection. So I'm sure from all the students that you help in your coaching program, how do you help them build that confidence or come out of their shells if they're like super introvert and shy? Are there like some sort of mindset shifts that you help them with? How do you go about that? That's a really good question. Thank you for asking it. So I feel like you really have to step in your power when I do coach my students. And I really tell them they have to believe that they are truly the best wedding photographer in their area. So they have to start acting like it, whether that's showing up on social media. Um, if they don't want to do IG lives or reels, then they could do like in posts and talk about fun facts about them. 
Um, if they don't want to talk on a reel, they could just show like three sec seconds of B-roll of them like behind the scenes. Um, just kind of showing your face, showing your personality is really um, helpful. And I feel like if they are very scared of talking to bride and grooms, this is honestly like not really the best profession that they should be doing. They could maybe be doing portraits or maternities or families because weddings, like you have to be comfortable with talking about the bride, talking with the couple, because I think it's the most important. And I think if you really can't get out of your shell, maybe shadow like a wedding planner and really truly try to understand a wedding because the more you understand a wedding, the better photographer you're gonna be. Oh, that's true because I mean, at the end of the day, it's not just that you have to communicate with the couple, but on the wedding day itself, right? You have yeah. so many guests that you need to deal with. And, you know, totally. yeah, even though some of us, like I'm the type who kind of likes to, even though I'm quite extroverted on weddings, I'm actually more in the background and uh -huh, uh -huh. find my way through. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, but I know that there are times where I kind of really have to step up and, you know, direct some people, especially when it comes to like, you know, those portraits of like the whole family portraits and all that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I always wonder if someone's super shy, how they actually get that done. Cause sometimes it's just like, you, you're, you, there's no time to waste. Like, you're just like, okay, let's just do this. And like, the light is good right now please yeah. stand over there <laughs> and um yeah I think it's just either you just also keep at it like for you I've heard like you've, you used to feel quite awkward right when I was listening yeah. to your story and you just were going back until you got better and yeah, just not giving it, up it totally sucks to feel like shitty you know when the wedding party just doesn't listen to you. And I didn't like that feeling. Like you just go home feeling kind of sad, like, oh, like the day didn't go that well. So that's why I truly try to really, you know, have that first conversation with the couple and then build a relationship with them. We have like a 20, 30 minute Zoom call before the wedding. It's a couple of days before the wedding. So we go Again. over everything. Mm -hmm. So we're all on the same page. And I even tell them like, hey, tell your wedding party like to listen to the photographer. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like, to me, like, like, don't try to, you know, they don't do it anymore because I have the portfolio. But back in the day, it's like, you know, the you have those bridesmaids that, hey, hey, can you, can you shoot it like this? Oh, how about? And they like rearrange the shoes and, um, you know, they try to make the flat lay for you. Oh yes, yes. I've had like, a oh, couple of instances. Oh, can we do this? And I just tell them like, hey, I, I, I get like you're trying to like help your friend, but let me try to direct like with my vision first. And then if we have time, we could like do whatever like you guys want. So yeah, there's a way to be like really polite, but firm with those things. Cause yeah, there's some people who are like, oh, how about we do this and that. And usually like, especially when I'm taking photos of the couple, I just like to have them all to myself so that I'm not distracted by someone with their own ideas. And I'm like, no, we can't really shoot over there. The light is awful <laughs> or yeah, stuff like yeah. that, right? It's just like some most random things happen mm -hmm. and like it's just dealing with people. And like, I think this recent wedding, this the sister was pretty like hard. She was just like, like she's like a lawyer and she was wearing like a robe with like um, biker pants under like leggings. And I was like, hey, can you like take your pants off? <laughs> but she got like really offended, like, oh my god like I don't get to take my pants off like did it like what you know and then I was just joking around I was like I was like girl like I'm I'm literally just trying to get the good shot for your sister like and we don't need leggings in the photo with the robe shots and she's like just kind of like making like it a joke but I think maybe before someone would say that to me I'll be like oh no did they say something wrong you know like yeah like, kind of like, sad about it or like intimidated but if you do it for a while then you'll stop like getting intimidated because it's just like, hey, you're just trying to do your job. And, you know, yeah. people are going to say stuff to you. People are going to pull you this direction. Mothers are going to try to like control you. Like people are going to kind of control you, but it's kind of like dust it off and like, you know, try to get the good shot. And that's pretty much all you could do. Yeah, I hear you. Um, a memory came to me when you said that because I had the most random thing happen last year. Um, uh -huh. It was like, the civil wedding you know so it's just yeah. like very close family and friends and 
the couple, you know, they're told, yeah, stand up. Okay, they're going to do like the rings and stuff that I do, the official just paperwork part, right? And then at this point, the dad is like giving me like crazy eyes and he's telling me like to sit down and not take photos at this like monumental moment. And I was like, wait, I was like, is he pointing towards me? I'm looking left and right. Like, I'm like, this cannot be real. And Uh um, it's so uncomfortable when it's like a parent. Yeah, yeah. It's so confusing at that moment because you're just like, okay, what do I do? But I mean, for me, because I've been shooting weddings long enough and I know, hey, it's the couple that hired me. Uh I totally Uh had to like block him out in my Uh mind in a way and just keep shooting you know because like what am I going to tell the couple afterwards uh your dad was like shooting dagger eyes at me and telling me not to shoot right now it was weird uh, we have to have like the thickest skin don't you right think? oh that's crazy craziest know. thing we deal with like this this dad would call me like a tyrant because I told him to take his hat off <laughs> I, yeah, was like, I mean what really I was like, kind of I was like wow did he just call me a tyrant <laughs> usually just uh, whatever you say say it's the biggest smile on your face and usually works out at least that works out for me it's like I don't ever like try to I don't have a tone or anything but uh, I just make suggestions for example like you know if they're like really dark sunglasses during the group shots or whatever and yeah, I'm like yeah. oh do you want to keep them on or take them off like I just say it at least loud enough that the couple has heard it so that later on they're not going to be like hey you didn't direct you know yes. people get enough yes. or whatever so um rather just say stuff and yeah keep, yeah over communicate at the end of the day I always say even during like these client consults and stuff I rather just over communicate and make things clear so that the expectations are set yeah and you have less problems later on yeah like, I'm very clear about some boundaries like I say hey I'm gonna tell you 30 minutes before I'm gonna leave so we could go around and take whatever you want like night shots or um, if you don't want to take night shots like uh, dancing shots or photos with your friends on a dance floor and I'm going to tell you again 15 minutes before I leave because me and you got a two-year-old and a five-year-old like we need to get home yes so <laughs> I'm very clear that I leave like on the dot okay like, yeah, yeah I don't stay unless I'm paid of course <laughs> like for me um I tell my couples always like on the wedding day you know anything can happen. There could be a delay. So they have the option to book an hour longer from what they originally booked, but mm. it's based on my rates. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, I think like, especially once you become a parent, you get stricter. At least I got really strict. Oh, once. Like once my second one came around, I'm like, I'm not playing games. <laughs> no, no, we got to get home because we got to like go home and like unload our stuff. And then we're, you know, we're not going to bed till like 11, 12. So tired. Yeah, I hear you. So um, what I'm curious about is, okay, sometimes you can be uh, on a call with potential clients and you're just noticing, hey, this is totally not the right fit. Like they Mm -hmm. totally have a completely different vision. What's your approach that like, given that you don't need that booking, you know, like I know sometimes like, especially in the beginning of the business or when the economy is so bad and people are struggling, they will take anything understandable. But let's just talk about times when it's going good enough. You probably will get more inquiries. How do you let that go and let them know? You just be honest, honestly, Mm -hmm. like it's probably the people that turn me off, which are the people are just asking like super weird questions and I'll tell them the answer and they keep asking it. And it's just like, stop, you know, like, hey can I get their Roz and I'm like no you know this mm-hmm. reason and then they ask like a the same thing like in like a different way and I'm like hey like maybe you know I'm not the right photographer for you I'm sure there's some photographer out there that will give you the Roz totally fine I'm just not that photographer because I don't think you need them trust right. me like I'm very thorough and you get a lot of photos for the rest of your life um or if they ask you like what could they ask you? Just the most like random things. Hey, so do you think you could like my my friend? Can can they like come along and just shoot with you? It's like maybe like you don't want that, and you're just like no, like 
maybe somewhere else or like yeah yeah or like oh can we go to like five places for our engagement shoot and maybe you don't feel like doing like all day engagement shoot and you're just like maybe I'm like not the photographer for you and just just tell them because you know after you do it for a while you you know what's going to make you miserable like oh I don't like like engagement shoots at Joshua Tree like that's super far from me like I'm not going to do it like go find another photographer that's um would be would die to go to Joshua Tree for your engagement session like it's just not me so like after you do it a while you kind of know like what's going to make you happy and what's going to drain you yeah but like do you kind of refer them are there some photographers you have yeah. in the back of your mind where you're like oh I think like this person can totally serve you way better and then that way they're yeah. they're left feeling yeah. good still yeah just like like oh you guys are a super cute couple but um I don't do this and do this but I know someone that does and I'll like text you right now their their phone number and just hit them up and just be like congratulations you guys are so cute together like just anything yeah yeah I I'm mean that, like people always get stuck in conversations and at a bar but I'm never the type to get stuck in a conversation I'm like I'll just be like hey I gotta go you know just, <laughs> just tell them you know like we're not the right fit, like done and done, you know, I'm not the type like that feels like obligated to keep the conversation going, you know, it's just like a waste of time. At the end of the day, I think it's just everyone benefits from it as long as it's done in a cordial and respectful way, you know, because uh, it's, it's such an important day. I always keep saying like, I've done it before too, like, I'm like, I really want to like be there with my full heart and do like the best job I can for you and sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like what you're saying to me are like I don't even have the ability like it just doesn't come naturally for me mm -hmm. uh, so I just won't be the right person and yeah. I think honesty is just so kind honest yeah 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 just be just be nice I mean that's like even at weddings, like you never know, like who you're going to run into or who needs like their daughters getting married. So yeah. it's always, I think people also like respect you if you dress the part. Like I always have my hair done, like I curl my hair and like yeah. I like put on full like makeup and, you know, I'm wearing like a little amplifier microphone, like a fanny pack. Like I look like a vendor, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm here as a vendor professional, like, yeah. I'm not wearing tennis shoes. I wear like boots or like tights. And I just look like I'm there to shoot a wedding. Like I have like multiple cameras, mm -hmm. like I'm not messing around, you know? So I'm here to work. And I think people know that about me. Like when I get there, like shit's going to happen. For real. Like that's me too. Like I'm so focused. Like I'm, it's hard for me when, you know, some guests come and they're chatty and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, oh. I want to chat a little, like things are a little, like nothing's happening. Otherwise, my couple trusted me to capture mm -hmm. all the special sweet moments. So if I'm taking a breather, yes, I'll chat for a couple minutes. But otherwise, it's just kind of like I'm trying to, you know, get all those beautiful moments that they're definitely missing because they're in a corner talking to somebody and then it's the beauty later when they get their gallery and they're like oh wow you know I missed all that but then again I'm able to you know experience it through the photos which is yeah it is our job yeah. like my second shooter he's he's more like people like him more and they're like um <laughs> they're like oh bye dipping whatever and like no one says bye to me like all oh. the party, but it's because yeah. he's like I told him like he's allowed to be more chatty like yeah. I'm very like intense and like I have to get the shot like I'm the main shooter like totally. I can't chit chat with pretty much anyone um I have zero downtime like yeah I get some time to eat but after that it's like go time there's zero downtime um so I'm not really chatty on the day of just kind of like shooting the shit with a couple, you know, how do you think your wedding's going? How are you feeling? I love your dad. I love your mom. Your bridesmaids are hilarious. Lots of compliments, but it's like, we are like there to work. Um, I think my biggest pet peeves of photographers when I see like their cameras down, I'm like, you're missing the moment, you know, like shoot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I mean, it's just different. Um, for me, it's like, I'm a casual movie. My eyes are always watching, mm -hmm. you know? So even if like, you might see my cameras hanging and I'm like walking around, but it's just like, I'm observing, okay, 
what can I capture? But everyone shoots differently, but I'm there, I'm present. It's so yeah. important for me. And um, it's also one of the reasons, like you mentioned earlier, like you don't shoot more than eight hours, right? Um, right. I usually am around the six to eight hour time frame just every now and then I'll take like a 10 hour wedding or something uh-huh. like, that's an exception for me but it's because like I, you know um my concentration after eight hours starts to dwindle just a little oh, bit okay. like <laughs> you know I really like um I like getting it done tight within that you know bam 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 but that's just how I roll I like it <laughs> me, too. me too it's like you could do a lot in six hours like oh, yeah. a full wedding like in six hours and yeah, after that eighth hour, I'm done. I'm just like walking to the bathroom, getting some coffee, looking at the treats table. Like I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, a lot of my couples, like, like I said, I have a lot of six hour bookings and like, they're quite happy, like right before uh, dinner starts. Cause they're like, oh, dinner, we want to take a chill and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to photograph people chewing anyway. And yeah. otherwise yeah. if I'm booked longer, I'm usually literally like, I'm like, this is the time I have to eat. <laughs> and yeah. so I am taking that break and then continuing but yeah it works out but everybody needs to know like what works best for them and you know and reaching the clients that are like yes that's what we're about at the end of the yeah. day yeah and one thing I wanted to say like to your listeners is you don't really have to be an extrovert I don't want it to come off that way yeah. that you have some super extroverted outgoing person to be a wedding photographer like no you could actually you know be a fly in the wall like I said in the beginning and get amazing shots um and but that just has to be like communicated from the beginning like hey maybe you're more like a photojournalistic like photographer and you're not so directive and you're going to be like capturing these moments when they're when they're not even looking um and that's like kind of your approach and yeah you can still get the most amazing photos and some people will love you for that yeah totally I see you um okay so going back to the sales call now this time around when hey everything is good and you're like yes I hope they book me this is gonna be awesome how do you wrap it up and end it up like what is that how does that look thank you for asking that it's a great question Pleasure. so after I do give them like my packages or you know go over the packages one more time then I ask them like you know what package looks the best to you and they usually say yeah the middle one like everyone else and <laughs> And I, I just say like, okay, like if I answered all your questions, um, I have like one big bonus if you book on this call and, you know, I'll throw in like a free canvas if you book on the call and then just make sure like you answered all the questions and at the end, just kind of be fun. Like, do you want me to be your wedding photographer? <laughs> Cute. And they'll either say, you know, heck yes, or they'll kind of look at each other and say, like, oh, we're still looking. Um, and then you could kind of ask more questions. Like, tell me, like, what's in your head? Like, do you feel like you haven't spoken to enough people? Blah, blah, blah. And then you could try to answer all their questions as best as possible. And then just kind of leave it like, okay, so um, I know my prices are amazing. And I have this many reviews on my, everyone's happy. So I really hope hope we could work together. I'll send you the contract um, and invoice for you to review, just for you to have. um, And I'm gonna follow up with you. Like, do you mind if I follow up on like Monday or in a couple of days? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, once you follow up, you could text them. And so I never wanna be in that situation where you're like left for like for weeks. Oh no, no one needs that. Yeah. It's just like, you want to know or not. And, you know, if they want you, you're going to hear from them right away, but just always say like, I want to know, like hear from you, like whether or not like you go with me or someone else, because we could always still work together, like down the line for other photos. Totally. And so like when you offer an incentive and they say, okay, we'll book right now the call, does that mean by when do they have to sign the contract for that incentive to be valid? They just kind of have to say yes. They just need to say yes, and that's good enough. Yeah, it's like a verbal agreement. Because when okay. people say yes, you know, if they go a different direction, they're just going to feel bad. So if they give you a verbal yes, um, I would say over 90%, it's it's definitely a yes. Um, yeah, it's a heck yes, right? Yeah, <laughs> that off their list and be, be excited about their decision. And you can send them a little welcome package. And hey, what's your address? Right away, send them. 
I sent him like a little tote bag with like a magazine and some like of my cards with a thank you letter, you know, something simple. And they're like, thank you so much, you know, for the package. So it's just kind of like, Hey, we have a relationship. I got you. Yeah. You know, I'm your photographer. Hit me up anytime. And I think if they don't go with you, the sales call is very beneficial because they have this relationship with you. And now like they could remember you and refer them to your friends. Like maybe you're too expensive. Like maybe their oh, yeah. budget was like $2,500 and you're like 5k. So they'll mm-hmm. go with someone else, but then they'll refer you to their friends. And they're like, Hey, we have a good relationship with this photographer. She's cool. Like use her, like go check out her Instagram. And that's where it starts. Oh, it's so good. And I love like how your whole client's experience is just really thought out and, you know, as part of your brand, I love how all the things that you mentioned, you know, with the tote bag, the magazine, you know, it all comes well together in a tight little bow. It's, it's really good. Like it. Yeah. I'm still the type of photographer that gives like a USB and a nice little gift, like mm-hmm. super annoying to go to UPS all the time, but it I is. Still <laughs> I'd rather just email them. Trust mm-hmm. me. But I feel like they always say thank you. And that's like a good impression. Um, I just read the book or I'm reading the book, um, The Power of Moments. So they say like people always remember like these little things, like say you have a high note at your the wedding and you leave with like a bang where you leave with a big hug, how mm-hmm. awesome this day was. Maybe you get a shot of her, like, you know, spinning the bride around or running to each other. And then you're leaving, like them running to you with their hands in the air, like, that's a big moment. Like, yeah, they're going to remember that they're going to remember when they get something in the mail and it says, thank you so much. I'm honored. I was honored to be your photographer. Let's keep in touch. Like they're going to remember that not just be like, Hey, bye. Like you were important to us. Now you're nothing to us. You know, it's very like you're in our lives forever. Like if you need any photography, uh, photos, like hit me up. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That reminds me of like a book called the thank you economy by Gary Vee. And oh. that's pretty much what he talks about. So if you can say again what this book is called, if you remember the author, that'll be yeah. like double points. Yeah, uh, The Power of Moments. I'm not sure the author, but I'm sure you can just look it up. Oh, yeah. Then I'll <laughs> find it and I'll put in the show notes because book recommendations are always welcome. That's amazing. I really like the book. Yeah, it's a super uh, easy to read. And like one thing it said was, it wasn't about moments, but it was about... Um, this guy was dying like he had like three months left and he was like working in like a horrible job that he hated but because he only had three months he created like the perfect day every day was a perfect day for him so Mm -hmm. he would like go to lunch with a friend you know go to Disneyland do this and those days like that three months was more powerful than the last 10 years he had and would have been more powerful than the next 10 years if he had those 10 years because you could, you could create your perfect day every day. It's just up to you. That's so good. Hey, I love that so much. And um, a good way to kind of stop right here, except I want you to tell our listeners about your podcast, about your courses, everything that you offer. But yeah, let's start about, uh, let's start with your podcast. Yeah, thank you for asking. So my podcast is called Get A Heck Yes with Carissa Wu, uh, one R two S's, W-O-O. And same with you, like I talked to wedding pros, um, but very conversational and candid. And yes, it is. I was listening earlier and it's great. Yeah, and I've learned so much. Um, I've learned more in the past year than I ever learned my whole life just through my my guests and I would love to have you on too so yeah oh, it would so be a fun. pleasure thank you so much I will definitely we're gonna make it happen for sure yay yeah that that's my podcast and my insta is carissa Wu. uh that's my coaching one and I have a three-month program to get you non-stop leads and then my photography one's carissa with photography yeah and um I mean feel free to talk a little bit about your your program so that people know like what you're offering and how they can benefit from it. Yeah. So if you want to watch my free masterclass, it's, we'll link it up, but it's how to generate leads. Um, and it will kind of pitch my course. If you like what you hear in that masterclass, um, it's a little like warm up of, you know, my pillars and how you generate leads, um, and create this brand. And also I have a free like a digital download, like a guide of how to get free 
uh, how to generate constant leads. Um, and yeah, I put my heart and soul into my three month course. That's incredible. Carissa, I love what you're doing. I'm so glad once again, like I said, that you reached out because um, yeah, you know, there's so much talent out there and sometimes you feel like, oh, we know so many photographers, coaches and podcasts and being introduced to you has been such a pleasure. Really, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, great, great questions. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. It was insightful and casual, just like how I love it. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to benefit from all the things that you shared. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.